You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Well, welcome to this inaugural episode of the Give Your Life Away podcast. We at our church have been very excited about uh, this podcast coming up. We've been planning for it, thinking, strategizing. Uh, We want this to be a resource that helps believers. The idea behind this podcast is just to give you some devotional thoughts um, from the scriptures, which would allow you to respond appropriately to the scriptures and and ascribe greater glory to God. This is a means of um, help. That's our intention, to help Christians ascribe great glory to Jesus Christ. And so I want to talk in this inaugural episode about why the name Give Your Life Away. Why do we call it that? And secondly, what can you expect from this podcast? How often are we going to do these? And what's the content going to be like? And so we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, what's behind the name Give Your Life Away? This is actually, uh, this, this name comes directly from Mark 10. In Mark 10, just to briefly set the stage for you, Jesus has been telling his disciples that he's going to die. And they have largely given up everything to follow him, some familial relationships, uh, maybe their careers, and they've followed their new rabbi, who they understand to be the son of God. They understand to be different than other rabbis. So they've given up things for him, and now he's saying that he's going to die. So a couple of disciples go up to Jesus on the road, and they start asking him if they can sit on his right and left in the kingdom of God. James and John kind of get to him before the other other disciples do, which is probably one of the reasons the text says that the other disciples are indignant. And they begin focusing on their standing in the kingdom, their rewards. Now, focusing on rewards is not a bad thing. Actually, the Bible motivates us with eternal rewards. You can see that in 1 Corinthians 3. You can see our Lord even promising reward to his disciples who have given up everything. The rebuke that Jesus gives the disciples is not that they were believing what he said about rewards. The rebuke is that they wanted the rewards before the service. They were focused on the rewards and not focused on the job that Jesus had for them to do. So Jesus has been training his disciples because one day he's going to ascend to the Father. He's going to go to heaven and they are going to be his representation on earth, just like we are here in the 21st century. And so Jesus wants his disciples focused on their life of service to him, to the world, to the church. And so that's why the rebuke, because they weren't thinking about living as servants. So Jesus says at the end of this rebuke to the the whole entire crew, he says to them in Mark 10, he says, for even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So he's telling them the way that he came to earth to live as a servant, not as a recipient of service, but as a servant, he expects that his disciples would, would emulate him in that lifestyle. And so it's no, it's no surprise that Romans 12 says that we are to consider ourselves as living sacrifices. We're to be living sacrifices for him. That's our service of worship to him. We want to serve him and live for him. This world, this life, our lives are not about us. Our lives are about him. And so the question I ask is, okay, Lord, you want me to serve you. In what areas? How do you want me to do that? Am I left on my own to figure out how to do that? Or do you tell me how you want me to do that? And if you read through the New Testament, three major areas come out 
Three major areas of the Christian life come out. One is your direct relationship with Christ. Two is your direct relationship to the lost. And three is your direct relationship to the church. And so first, the Lord would expect that we would be made more and more into the image of Christ. That, that we would be, I'll say it this way, growing in personal holiness. Looking more and more like Jesus. Using our eyes as Jesus would use his eyes. Our minds as he would use his minds. That we would be continually set apart for his purposes. So this is personal holiness. This is what he expects from every believer, to become more and more holy by faith. Secondly, the Lord expects his followers to be engaged in evangelism, the ministry of seeing the lost come to Christ. You can actually see this in the Great Commission. He tells his disciples, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. So he expects that his believers would, once they come to Christ, be a means of bringing other people to Christ. Preach the gospel. Articulate the gospel. Tell people the message of salvation. And that's what the Spirit would use to regenerate them, to grant them belief and repentance. And so a believer is concerned about other people coming into the kingdom of God. That's at the heart of every true believer. You see a person come to Christ for the first time, and they go home and they start telling people. That's in their heart. And it's also something the Lord expected of all of his followers. So personal holiness is the first area that we would give our lives to the Lord. And secondly, we would give our lives to the Lord in how we deal with the lost and how we bring the lost the gospel of Christ. And thirdly, the third area of our service to God is by how we serve the church. So the Lord tells us not just to make disciples of all nations, but once they've been baptized, showing that they've been brought from death to life, identifying with the church, identifying with the Lord. Once they've come to Christ, then we teach them to obey all that he's commanded. And this is the gathering of the local church. This is how we care for one another. We build one another up. We meet actual physical needs. We meet material needs. We meet spiritual needs. We've all been given spiritual gifts. I don't care if you've been a believer in Christ for five minutes or 50 years. We've been given gifts to help build up the body. As Romans 14 would say, we edify one another. And so a New Testament believer is growing in personal holiness, looking more and more like Christ. They are concerned about evangelism and people coming to Christ from all over the world. And thirdly, they are seeking to be a means of help and building up of the body of Christ. Our life is not about us. Our life is about Him. And that's why we're doing this podcast. We want to ascribe greater glory to Christ in the areas that He's called us to work in. And so in this podcast, our plan is to maybe take a devotional thought from a passage of Scripture and just maybe teach on it for a few minutes so that you could be edified and strengthened and maybe come to a better understanding of a passage of Scripture or whatever it may be. For the first year in 2018, we're actually going to do something that coincides with what our local church is doing. Canyon Bible Church of Prescott is going to be going through, reading through the epistles of the New Testament together. We're going to start in Romans and we're going to end in Revelation. Now we know that Revelation is apocalyptic literature, but we're going to go from Romans to Revelation and we're going to go paragraph by paragraph. We're going to take a paragraph almost every day of the year. We'll take some uh, Saturdays off for, to, to catch up. We'll also take Sundays off uh, to focus on the text that uh, we're preaching through in our local church. But Monday through most Saturdays, we're going to be going through one paragraph each day. 
we've actually got a series of booklets that our people can purchase and, and go through these uh, epistles um, w- through these booklets. The booklets have just a couple of uh, uh, um, parts to them. The one part is uh, just just summarize this first paragraph in your own words. So if we look at Romans 1, 1 to 7, summarize the, the main point of this paragraph in your own words. And secondly, there's a part that says, based on what Romans 1, 1 to 7 is saying, what do you believe the Holy Spirit is teaching you specifically from this passage today? So, so that's what our people are going to be doing throughout the year. And this podcast, the first year of it at least, will be a means to help in that sense. I'll be going through every day that we have these readings. I'll be going through each of those paragraphs and just highlighting a main part from those verses and giving you a devotional thought. It may be three to five minutes to kind of accompany your reading of the New Testament epistles. Now, whether you're reading the New Testament epistles with us as a church, going through this epistle project to better digest and understand what's in the epistles, whether you're doing that with us or not, this podcast can still be a benefit because the plan is I'll just simply be going paragraph by paragraph, day after day, and giving you a devotional thought throughout the New Testament epistles in 2018. I really pray that... Maybe there are some passages that, that, that jump out to you on your, on your drive to work or as you're doing something in the house. Uh, I, I pray that the Holy Spirit would, would help you through this resource as it's really just an explanation of what he says in his word. So we pray ultimately that as the word feeds your soul, maybe through this podcast, that you would then go out, give your life away, and ascribe greater glory to Jesus Christ. He is worthy, is he not? If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.